The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The standoff between Drew Harris and the GRA continues as Gardaí are set to withdraw services in November. What's now been dubbed the Drew Flu is the latest move in the ongoing rosters row. And Gardaí will not be available for voluntary overtime on Budget Day and on Halloween. Brendan O'Connor, President of the GRA, joins me now. Brendan, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, there was uh, the standoff, vote of no confidence and so on, but then uh, you got to meet the Commissioner. What went wrong? Uh, well, we don't really know, Pat. I mean, as you said, the, the vote came out there a couple of weeks ago. It was an overwhelming result, a very strong statement from our members, um, really unprecedented, and certainly in regards to but in any workforce. And we thought that the two weeks, um, we thought that that was probably sent a strong message, something needed to change. So we had uh, two weeks to find some form of a solution. And over the weekend, we were working behind the scenes, and uh, we thought that things had certainly t- improved, or there was a, a possible solution on the horizon. And then, uh, we were, from our perspective, the rug was pulled on Tuesday evening, and commissioners insisted on sticking to his what we con- his pre- what we consider his precondition. He says we precondition, and he said that the sixth of November was coming, and that that was the case. And unfortunately, under those circumstances, we are not prepared mm-hmm. to discuss with that that impending um, threat hanging yeah. hanging over our members. So. so- so was this a deliberate act, do you think, on the part of the Commissioner to lay down, OK, I set the sixth, I'm not willing to defer, we could, you know, pending a resolution of our discussions, uh, defer the sixth, or was it just one of those cock-ups that the sixth was the deadline and it just proceeded because it was in the system? Well, we can't um, second-guess the, the Commissioner's strategy and his planning, but certainly it, it, it to us, and we have to respect his position, but it doesn't make any sense. To, we were saying was that in many industrial relations disputes, while there is something to be resolved, the norm prevails until an alternative is found. And all we are saying is we believe we can find an alternative that our members will move on to permanently. So why would they temporarily move on to something and, and disrupt their lives on the 6th of November and then change again? So we believe that's entirely reasonable. But certainly we believe, but of course we have our own perspective, that it's seems uh, a bit to find ourselves to push our members to such levels of of frustration and to feel that they have to take such drastic actions over something that's so close to resolution, we really are struggling to understand, Mm. but we we have to respect the other side's position. Now, now in terms of resolution, and you thought you were almost there, um, what does that involve? Because uh, the Commissioner has said, in terms of uh, policing, in terms of budgets and so on, uh, he just wants to go back to the old way, the pre-pandemic way. It worked, he would say, well then. Um, what came in during the pandemic might have been fit for the pandemic, but it doesn't work for him now. So where was the resolution? Well, the, I suppose somewhere somewhere in the middle where we could uh, provide a service for the public and also balance our members' uh, own requirements for work-life balance. But I would say... To, to say that the, the, the 12-hour roster was only suitable for the pandemic is probably not that accurate because that's, it's the go-to roster for Galaxy Corner for any major events when there's an extra demand on service. And to say that the, 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 the existing roster worked well isn't the case either because the Commissioner himself wrote to us last November and said he simply didn't have the personnel to go back to it. And we had that independent report commissioned by the Commissioner which said that it was dysfunctional and it, we didn't have the resources for a fifth unit. So... Um, while we're not saying the 12-hour shift imposed or implemented during COVID was perfect, we believe it does work well. And it has been adopted in other jurisdictions. It's being rolled out actually in New York 
at the moment where they're experiencing a similar retention and recruitment crisis. And actually the research there shows that 85% of the police personnel have moved on to it have actually responded positively to it. Many other essential services use a 12-hour roster providing um, essential services. So it's not just as black and white as that, you know. Um, what it does mean, if you go back to the old roster, you have more days off. In any particular, say a three-month period, you have more days off than you would have under um, the, the roster that the commissioner is intending to go back to. Isn't that so? Yes, the, the current the current roster, um, we, it's called a four-on, four-off, but the four-off is probably a bit of a misnomer because if you work till seven o'clock in the morning on a particular day, it's hardly a day off. But certainly what it does is it, it compacts the working week. But it's very important to remember, guards still work a 40-hour week. We're still waiting on our 39-hour week. The same hours are worked by guards. And, um, you know, if you have a finite number of people and it's recognised not enough people, you can change rosters and you can you can tweak it slightly, but at the end of the day, there isn't enough people to provide sufficient cover. So mm. there's no magic roster out there. And every roster has its, has its advantages and disadvantages. And we would say that for every place that the, the Westminster roster puts additional people on duty, there's another place where it takes them away. So you really are, you know, you're, you're, you're just trying to cover with not enough. So there's, to, to suggest that the five-unit roster, which actually puts additional... Um, management and strains and, and has seen that um, you know certain units have, have to be significantly reduced in number and including the drugs unit in Wexford and we just have to see this biggest story probably nationally and internationally is about drugs in Wexford and to, to go back to the fifth unit we're actually seeing members reallocated from drug enforcement uh, duties in Wexford so there is no magic solution, but certainly there is a possibility to have a negotiated solution that creates a balance, and yeah. we're, we're willing to find well, that. Uh, obviously, addressing retention and recruitment would, uh, you know, maybe give the commissioner more flexibility in how he opts for a particular roster or otherwise. Uh, but a lot of policing is done on overtime, isn't that so? So I'm wondering, would this reduce overtime, the commissioner's plan to return to the old roster? Uh, would it mean your members losing money? Is that at the heart of this? No, this no, and, and that's certainly a misnomer. It's not about uh, overtime. Is, is is used to make up for shortfalls in numbers, which is going to be the case somewhere. That any any no roster can actually create more members. And certainly, this this is about work life balance, member welfare. It's not about overtime or earnings. Certainly not. Now, the, the, the question of relations with the, the commissioner, the commissioner, vote of no confidence, um, facing him down on this, uh, there will be action by your members, uh, voluntary overtime will not be available on budget day or on Halloween, and then there would the, be the withdrawing of uh, resources on a, it's kind of a, it's the blue flu, isn't it? That people will, you're not organising it because you can't, that would be uh, against the law. Uh, to organise industrial action. So you're depending on individual members saying, I'm not feeling well today. Well, uh, I don't know what members will actually adopt on the day, but I think the last time there was a conversation with us in 2016, our members felt, who, who were considering this, con- this course of action, said that they wouldn't repeat what happened in 19, uh, 1998 and, and, and uh, say they were sick if they weren't sick, that they would just make it known that their services weren't available. But again, that'll be up to individual members to decide. Um, but it is a shame, and, and the, the anger and the frustration was palpable in the room yesterday. And, you know, um, 
it's important to remember that these, the, the Gardaí at the minute, as we said, we talked about the recruit, recruitment and retention crisis. This is a time when we're asking less Gardaí to do more. There are more assaults on, on, on the streets. Our members are under attack. Society is asking them to, to, to work harder, which is understandable. We're very committed. But for, uh, for a leader and for a manager, at a time when you're asking more people, sorry, less people to do more, to really take an attitude where you, be, where, you know, there is conflict and, and, and tension between us, and we would say to escalate that. We don't, we don't understand why anyone would do that. It lacks sense. At a time when we should be having a collaborative approach and showing mutual respect, we believe it's the Commissioner's attitude that has been quite confrontational, and certainly the actions of the last two days on the eve of our conference really um, yeah. exacerbated the situation. Uh, now, now you're actually meeting with the Commissioner, but not to negotiate. That's not what the meeting is about. Well, why are you meeting him in just a few minutes' time? So the, the, the minister, or the commissioner, has asked us to meet, has asked us to make make ourselves available so we can outline our position. But our position hasn't changed. So we're, we're, look, we're available. We won't go into we won't go into negotiations under the precondition that that November six exists. But we're always open to finding a solution. And at the end of the day, this is not in the interest of our members. It's not in the interest of the public, and it's not in the interest of Angarda Shikana. And it's important to remember the people that we represent have dedicated their lives to to Angarda Shikana and to the service. And it, as I said, the day of the the ballot being announced, it was a sad day. And yesterday was another sad day. We do not want to be here. There's no sense of triumphalism or, you know, our grandstanding. Our members, it's at a sheer frustration that we cannot achieve anything behind closed doors through negotiations. And we feel we're, we, we're coming up against mm. obstacle after obstacle. Yeah. Isn't there a problem, though? The, the government have to back their own commissioner. There's no question about that. Um, the Minister for Justice will have to back her own commissioner. And there's that, that whole question of... Uh, a direct challenge to the chain of command in the Gardaí. I mean, you've got to ask, who's running the show? Is the commissioner running the show or the GRA running the show? Yes, well, look, we appreciate that and we're part of a disciplined organisation, the rank structure, but whenever, you know, whenever that survey comes in, and ninth, like it's, not just, it's not just a small majority, when such a significant number of people who are exercising such a crucial function to our country and its democracy and its social fabric are saying there's a serious issue here, I think it, we're, we're kind of stepping out outside that realm. And some of the concepts at play are actually beyond the normal conversation and the concepts that underlie th- these issues. So really, um, we, we, we're very careful in what we, we say, but the situation is quite dire. The Commissioner says there isn't a crisis, and he has actually picked up on the GRA for saying things are crisis so whatever the situation, whatever label you want to put it on, it's incredibly serious and somebody in authority has to intervene and bring some common sense to, mm. to the situation Now just uh, finally because I know you're under uh, pressure Brenda to get to that meeting uh, the, the question of what I said was the potential uh, cock-up theory of, of all of this that the roster was going ahead I mean are you quite sure that this was a deliberate, almost malevolent act by the Commissioner to say, well, the roster's the roster, it's changing in November on the 6th, that's the end of it? Or, as I suggested earlier, is it just in the system and it pops up uh, on your members' uh, diaries and so on that this is what they're expected to do because we're only just over a month away from it? Um, could it have been, as I say, an administrative cock-up or was it a deliberate act of provocation? Well, I say I can't second guess that, but I would say is that what you're going to be asking the commissioner? Well, we 
we, we won't be asking commissioners to, to, to explain his thinking or his logic, but we will just be examining how it impacted on members. But look, at, we all have the adults about this, and if decisions are made that are incorrect, the GRA, we, we can reverse our decisions, we can reflect on what we've done. So it's certainly, you know, people sticking, people being very inflexible and dogmatic in their approach is not helpful on either side, but unfortunately our members are responding to how they perceive they're being treated mm. and that's what led to, to the sentiment right. in, in the room yesterday. And just to clarify, those uh, no overtime days which will be happening throughout October and Halloween and Budget Day and then uh, who knows how many will actually cease work in November. Um, you're not, you're not organising these things, you say? No, the individual delegates yesterday stood up and said that as a result of how they felt which this is the, the, their intentions to, to do this and many other colleagues have that were there followed suit. So it'll be up to individual members what they choose to do, but it seems to be that a lot of members are going to indicate that, that, that they believe that's an appropriate course of action for them personally. Brendan O'Connor, President of the GRA, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.